Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Arsenal versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Thank God, thank God uh, club football is back on. Um, that international break felt like it was forever. Um, mainly because Liverpool, for Liverpool fans, we've had to wait almost three weeks for us to watch uh, Liverpool play again. Um, and we were coming off back-to-back wins. So the fact we had to wait so long um, between now and then was uh, very annoying. But anyways, we're now at the business end of the season, which means top four is up for grabs, maybe. Um, Champions League spots. These are the two primary primary objectives um, Liverpool had to focus on um, in order to quote-unquote save their Premier League season. So, what has changed between international break and the start of today? Well, Trent Alexander-Arnold was not picked for England, so which meant that he got to stay at home and rest. Um, South American clubs didn't uh, presume, resume um, their World Cup qualifiers, so Fabinho Allison got a rest as well. Uh, and Firmino... Um, yeah, and the rest kind of went on international duty, really. That was pretty much the difference. Um, oh, yeah, and, and it leads us into today. Well, Arsenal versus Liverpool was the last game of uh, today. The The day started off with Chelsea versus West Brom. I didn't watch that game, but I watched. Oh, I saw the highlights and I was completely surprised. Chelsea bottled at home to West Brom 5-2. So what does that mean for Liverpool? Would they have known the result coming into the Arsenal game? Obviously, they would have obviously known that. That would be added motivation. Um, And then Man City versus Leicester. Leicester losing to Manchester City. So potentially third and fourth spot. Could be on the cards again. It could be on the cards. It's not. It's not an easy fixture. It's not an easy running running of games for uh runner games for. For Leicester nor Chelsea between now and the end of the season, it's very comfortable for Liverpool though. But we struggle against lower league sides, um. So that's what we have to deal with today. But yeah, um, let me just get straight into the lineup and all the other rest. So in goal. Allison, left back Robertson, centre backs Kabak and Phillips, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three was um Fabinho, Thiago, James Milner, and your usual front three, Firmino Salomone up front. My thoughts with this lineup, I I can't I criticized it. I I I criticized it because um I was thinking what has James Milner done to warrant a place in, in starting over Keita and Curtis Jones? Like, it just makes me think, is Keita regressing in training? Are you micromanaging Keita's minutes again for some reason? Even though the doctors have said they're going to work him back to fitness. Um, I'm kind of annoyed Curtis Jones didn't get to start. He he scored in international break, even though England lo- England and the twenty ones lost. Um, Keita wasn't injured. No problem with Fabinho starting in his position. No problem with Thiago. Um, F- 
Firmino starting had a little bit of a eh. But I get it because Jota was playing on international duty. And he scored at least three goals during international break. So he... he Diogo Jota was back to his old self. But um, there was reports that he had the knocks or something. So he had to be on the bench. But yeah, other than that, I didn't really have a problem with the lineup. Um... Other than that, after me saying that I had a problem with the lineup, but yeah, that was only my major concern. But Arsenal had injuries as well, so I guess it kind of balanced itself out. And so yeah, let me get into the first half performance and all the rest. So for the very first fifteen minutes, it's like both teams are trying to figure each other out. You could tell it felt like a game that um, resumed after international break. Um, both teams just trying to regain their match sharpness and tempo in terms of their playing style and getting used to each other again after it being so long after the last match. Um, then after the 15-minute period, Liverpool started imposing themselves a little bit. Um, I remember the first kind of moment, I'll call it moment, Mane, lovely turn. Dribbles, dribbles, so it sees Firmino run early, then he passes the ball behind Firmino, so it hits the back of his heel, so that amounts to nothing. Um, then we had another moment where we were trying to create attacks through the channels because there was a period where Arsenal were doing low block for some reason. I don't know why, but it is where it is. Um, you'd have thought Arsenal would have tried to have a go at us, but... For some reason, they didn't. Um, yeah, so Liverpool were just pacing, spreading the ball, passing it. Thiago Fabinho, good chemistry. Trent looked like he was showing intent from the jump. Um, he showed like he was actually felt disrespected by being dropped by Gareth Southgate. And this might have been what we needed to, for Trent to have the spark in him um, to galvanise us in a way and prove a point to Gareth Southgate he was definitely showing that intent in terms of his playing the balls over the top to Salah he wasn't he wasn't spamming balls this time like he would do when he's off form he would actually pass the ball in his right moments and that's the Trent that we know best when Trent ain't spamming balls he's, he's, a, he's a joy to watch um, yeah and then we had a little moment where uh, a a ball was kind of fell fell its way to James Milner. Um, he tries to half volley it, goes wide. Um, then another moment, Arsenal tries to clear their lines. Ball goes to Fabinho. He tries to shoot from outside the box, goes wide. Um, and then um, the first key moment. Uh, I think this was about thirty minutes in. I say roughly thirty minutes in. Um, Milner, no, sorry, Trent with the ball in the channels, he looks up, Milner's in the clearest space outside the box, outside the 18-yard box, um, this was like 34 minutes in, um, obviously Salah and Mane are standing in their front and back post positions, but Milner was in the most space, um, he passes it to Milner, and in any other midfielder, if it fell to Cater, I say it's a goal. If if it falls to Curtis Jones, he's scoring. Um, but it fell to thirty-six-year-old James Milner, um, and the ball goes wide. So, and I felt, ah, oh, don't let it be one of these games. Um, and then yeah, there's another moment where Allison kicks the ball, clears the ball long. Um, Partey tries to get ahead on it. 
but it, it actually helps Liverpool. So Mane's on the break with the ball. He looks up to see Salah. He tries to cross it in. Um, no, low drive it in. But uh, Gabriel cuts it out and then they clear their lines. Um, and yeah, and Arsenal didn't really create anything in that first half. I think Quebec and Phillips' partnership looks so, so assured. Looks very assured. Um, Robertson looks a little bit jittery. He played 90 minutes every, every uh, game. Um, personally, to me, I, I had no problem with Robertson starting because the last game between Wolves and, and his first game for Scotland was nine, nine, a nine-day gap. And then, OK, fair enough, you're playing three 90 minutes in a row. It, it could be a little strenuous. Some, um, but yeah, because I, I saw Robertson's performance sometimes. Some passes were just a little bit under hit or he just didn't look... He looked like he was conserving energy. It wasn't Robertson with complete output that we know him for. Um, and yeah, uh, I think Fabinho tidied up really well. Um, he was in autopilot mode. Like he just he could he could stop attacks before even Arsenal tried to create anything. That's how good Fabinho was, and that's how much we've missed him playing in DM. So I think that even seeing that Fabinho tidy up for you like that. It makes Kabak and Phillips job so much easier that you don't have to panic with them. And you can see the chemistry between Phillips and Kabak really growing together because they're not they're not rushing, they're not pace, they're not they know what their weaknesses is, but Arsenal didn't even try to exploit their weakness. So you know Phillips and Kabak can't really play with the ball, deliver long balls. They'd always play the safest option if they had to. And but they look so assured doing it. Like, I'd be watching Phillips and Quebec and I didn't feel like at all that I'd have to panic. And same with Alisson. The times Alisson was on the ball, you'd think, oh no, Alisson, don't dilly-dally with it too long. But Alisson made every correct decision in that first half. Um, so yeah, I was really happy with that either. And at the end of the first half, Liverpool, you could kind of say we're unfortunate not to kind of get the lead. Um, it just the so the team performance from everyone was great. I just think the front three needed fine tuning to create them chances. Cause Firmino, cause having Firmino there, um, I didn't really speak about Firmino, but I'm gonna speak about him briefly. Um, he'd received the ball in good positions. Um, I didn't remember there was a, there was a time where he picked up the ball. Um, he dribbles past Ceballos, um, and then he shoots outside the box, but. Any, if it was a clinical striker, it at least hits the target, but it goes wide with him. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but that's the problem when you have Firmino. Obviously, he's he he's crucial because it's like having four midfielders instead of three. But at the same time, you're just missing that chance. That like, where is that chance? You know what I'm saying? And I was hoping you'd see that, um, but you didn't see that in the first half. That was my only little minute complaint. But other than that, Liverpool looks very good in the first half. Second half starts now. And it literally starts... It, it started like the back end of uh, the first half where Liverpool were the ones with the ball again. Again, taking their time, trying to find openings. Um, and you could tell it, would, it, it was going to slowly come because Liverpool were being very, very patient with it. Um, and then Arsenal do a substitution... And I think this substitution kind of leads to their downfall. Um, 
They're not, they couldn't create any chances. So what does Arteta do? He brings on El Neni and Ceballos comes on. And then uh, 55 minutes in, you see Jota warm up. I think that was the trigger. When he saw El Neni come on, he must have realised, okay, this is very weird. Arsenal not trying to create chances, but they're bringing on El Neni. So Klopp must have saw Arteta and thought, he's trying to get a draw out of this. I'm not going to let that happen. So Diogo Jota is warming up and he's getting ready to come on. Um... In my head, I was presuming Firmino would be coming off. Um, the board, the board goes up, and Andy Robinson comes off. Yeah, Andy Robinson comes off. Um, I did say he did play a lot of games, ninety minutes for three, three, three games in a row. So you could kind of understand where. I mean, I didn't understand it, but I, I understood eventually. Um, so because Milner could play left back. I forget about that because he played an entire season there <laughs> um, three, four years ago. Um, so, yeah, you got Robertson resting, Milner left back, Firmino in midfield, and um, Jota. Jota playing up front. So, yeah, and then from there, this is when Liverpool start popping the ball even more and Arsenal find themselves suffocating in their own half. And then the finally the key moment arrives. Um, ball falls to Trent Alexander Arnold. He looks up. Jota runs in between both um, Arsenal centre backs. The ball delicious through ball over the top. Um, finds Diogo Jota's head, and Jota pings it past Jay Leno. Ripples into the net. One 0 Liverpool. And I'm sure that was Jota's first touch. Um, most people call him Diogo Jota. I call him Diogo Shota or Diogo, as most other people say him. But I call him a Shota because this guy is just a killer in front of goal. When he gets the ball, he scores. Is 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 part is bread and bread and butter with Jota. How much we've missed him, um, and and this season would have been so different if we if he never got injured between that January and March period. Liverpool would have not found... Liverpool would probably be in a way comfortable position in fourth. But um, Trent with an assist. So that's a big fuck you to Gary Southgate. So Trent gave the... When he scored, when Jota scored, Trent looked at the camera and celebrated. And that's almost like, don't ever, for, don't ever do that again, Gary Southgate. Drop me for these other right-back bums. And Diogo uh, Jota doing what he does best, scoring. And soon as it was 1-0, Liverpool started growing in confidence even more. Um, then the second moment comes, Liverpool in possession. Pass, pass, pass. Ball put, the ball is played into Fabinho. Fabinho, first time diagonal ball. Mwah, delicious ball. A delicious ball from Fabinho. Um, the ball falls to Mo Salah and Gabriel. Um, Gabriel kind of commits but he doesn't follow through with it and Salah gets his leg out he dribbles past Gabriel um, and he's running from the channels and then I'm thinking to Salah this is quite an awkward angle what's he going to do I I want him to pass to someone but it looks like Jota's lane is blocked off and Mane's lane is blocked off but Jay Leno kind of opened his legs as he's approaching Salah and Salah said yeah you're going to do that okay use his right foot 
passes it between Jay Leno's legs, 2-0 Liverpool. And Salah immediately points to Fabinho, says thank you very much for that. So um, Salah back on 18 goals, that makes him the outright um, top goal scorer. Um, it's once again Salah versus Kane for the golden boot. Um, and, Salah do- and Salah wants that golden boot back. He didn't get it last year. He wants that. For- he wants his golden boot back. Um, so yeah, and that and that golden boot competition will spiral the hunger in him. So um, yeah, after two 0 Arsenal's heads dropped even more. Um, they started even making more mistakes. Jay Leno passes to Gabriel. Gabriel does some under hit pass to to Trent. <laughs> Trent passes to Salah. Salah sees the running. Mane's made a lovely run. Um, Salah passes to Mane. Mane tries to shoot, but then half dummies it, leaves the ball. Jota's running back post. He slots it past Jay Leno. 3 0 Liverpool. Game over. Thanks for coming, Arsenal. Diogo Jota gets another goal. Uh, two goals as a substitute. This guy is frightening. He's frightening. He's frightening. Like, somebody that just knows how to score. Without dilly-dallying, without the half chances needed, without a clear-cut chance needed. Like, you give him Diogo Jota any shooting situation and he scores it. We haven't seen somebody be that clinical since Daniel Sturridge. And Jota has that in abundance, like... That's how and it gives me Daniel Sturridge vibes because when Daniel Sturridge first joined Liverpool, he was scoring goals like this. The only difference with Jota is he's scoring all rangy type of goals, left foot, right foot, header. He can do it all, and he's only twenty three. So imagine what his ceiling's gonna be like. Yeah, then we do other substitutions. Genie Wijnaldum comes on, Firmino comes off, uh, Kabak comes off, Reese Williams comes on. Um, Aubameyang and Lacazette, I even forgot they were playing. I generally forgot they were playing. Arsenal looked so deflated and Arteta's bummy tactics kind of killed Arsenal in a way. So, But that helped Liverpool. And yeah, Liverpool walk away with three goals and three points. And now Liverpool are only two points behind Chelsea in the race for top four. So top four is definitely back on. Um, Chelsea got such a hard fixture list. The one game that you didn't think they were going to fumble, they fumbled. So now, Liverpool licking their lips, capitalised on that. And Leicester lost, capitalised on that. If West Ham win on Monday, I think, I think they're playing on Monday, West Ham will take full sport with nine games to go. <laughs> this is the Valkyrie Premier League for you. So yeah, if West Ham win their next game, they'll be in fourth. This is it's hilarious, isn't it? It's actually hilarious. Um, my man of the match, I would love to say Jota. Don't get me wrong. But Fabinho ran the fucking show today. He ran the fucking show. He stopped attacks, created a, an assist, half assist kind of, if it wasn't for the ricochet of Gabriel. Um, he made Kabak and Phillips jobs. <coughs> excuse me. He made their job so much easier and Thiago looked more assured of himself. And you didn't see Thiago do the dumb tackling and that. And sometimes he'd win ball, he'd win tackles. I mean, sure, Thiago would draw fouls. Um, but it wasn't like stupid, reckless. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the experience of Genie Ronaldo coming on 
after at three 0 up with fifteen minutes to go, and you know what Genie's engine is like. He's going to ensure that we get that clean sheet, and Liverpool did get that clean sheet. It's three clean sheets in a row now. So the Leipzig second leg, uh, Wolves and Arsenal all away from home. Um, the next game is Real Madrid away. I am licking my lips. Um, Sergio Ramos will not be present for that game. I spoke about it in the previous podcast about Ramos versus Salah all over again. But even if Ramos ain't there, it's still an incentive for Liverpool because Robertson will remember what happened. Trent will remember what happened. Genie will remember what happened. Um, the front three will remember what happened in that 2018 final. And that will and imagine the added motivation on top of our good form at the minute. So that's why I'm very confident. They also got Tony Cruz injured, uh, Hazard injured, Carver Howe injured. So it's game on. It's Liverpool. Liverpool can surprise Real Madrid here. And I cannot wait for Tuesday. Hopefully I am able to watch all of this game um, if I am in a position to. Because um, I'm I'm meant to be working on Tuesday. I don't know if I'm be able to. If I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to be back in time. Um, if I haven't watched the whole game, I might not drop an episode. If I have, I or if I have, or only watched the highlights, I will drop a mini episode of what I've saw in the highlights. And uh, yeah, that's how I'd probably have to review the Tuesday game. So yeah. Um, Thank God club football's back, Liverpool back, opposition teams dropping points and Liverpool capitalising. After an international break, this might be a, the redemption rebirth of Liverpool. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LSC Reactions. Um, and yeah, tune in next time, like, share, subscribe and thank you guys for listening. Cheers.